Hey there, Donna Ashton here and listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Four Day Weekends. As we are working through this month's theme of working less like practical ways to actually kind of take hours out of your week, we can't bypass one of the easiest and probably most prolific ways, and that is by transferring some of your tasks and things to others, or at least transferring your task. It doesn't necessarily have to be to others. So we're going to dive into that in this episode. So let's talk about this. So I think that is many times the go-to thing when people start getting busy. They're like, I've got to hire a team, right? And I mean, I, I totally believe in having support. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I think that You have to really look at, you know, what you are doing and what has to be passed on. So I really like the opportunity to take a look at tasks. And there are many ways to do this. And I've heard several different things that not my original ideas. You know, one I really kind of liked was, and I cannot remember whose idea this was, so I apologize to whoever this was who created this, but it's basically taking like a piece of paper and creating a big cross, you know, so dividing it up into four sections and then looking at one side, things you hate to do and the right side, things you like to do. And then on the left side, things you like to do that make money or things you hate to do to make money and things you hate to do that don't make money. And then on the right, things you love to do that make money and things you love to do that do not make money. And so I think this is a really interesting way to look at some things. Now, not every task that you do has to be revenue generating. And I know that's sort of a thing that I was taught as I you know, was learning to run my own business. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing revenue generating activities, especially when you are getting started with your business. You need to get clients, right? And that should be, you should be doing everything you can to create some income and consistent income. And sitting around working on your logo or, you know, business card design or organizing your office, while it all feels very productive, is not making you money. So I'm not here to talk about that. I'm assuming at this point you already have that worked out. But when is it time to start looking to transfer some of the work off your plate. So I think one of the first things that this exercise can do is to help you decide whether these tasks should even be still done, right? I think we just assume that we're like, oh, I have all this stuff. I have to hire an assistant or 
um, whatever, a virtual assistant or somebody to take this over, and we just push everything off onto this person or some of these things without really even looking at if they are making a difference in your business and moving the needle forward. So if you are going to pay someone to do something that you're currently doing or not really doing well or consistently, then I think it needs to be at least something that is is helping your business or is, you know, like I said, moving the needle forward rather than just something you've always done but isn't getting any traction. Like, let's just say, I have no idea, you're writing your blog or a newsletter, but nobody's reading it. And if you're hiring someone now to write the blog for you and send it out, but nobody's reading it, you know, is it something you need to really pay somebody to do? Because that's probably several hours of someone's time between writing it and formatting it up, putting it into your email service provider, sending it out, checking the links. You know, how smart is that? You know, in my community, we are about working less. <laughs> We're about working smarter and not harder. So we want to take a look at this. So sometimes we just keep pushing forward and pushing forward, and, and that's good. But sometimes we have to turn around and look behind us and say, okay, what are the little tasks that I do? So you could just do this on a piece of paper. It shouldn't really take you that long. I'm not telling you to do the whole write out what you do for a whole week. You can do that if you want. You can also use a program like Toggle or something that you could plug in all of your activities. But I think it is really smart to see, you know, what are the things that aren't making you any money. Like you can start with the ones that you hate that aren't making any money. And then take a look at that. And also the things you love that aren't making money. And take a look at that too. You know, I really like doing creative things. So I can get in Canva and go to town <laughs> and spend a long time doing things over there that I love. But at the same time, right, I, it's not probably a really good uh, use of my time. But if I decide I want to do it, I, I just kind of do it. It's not necessarily making me money per se. Right. It depends on what I'm doing. But sometimes we kind of get off on these little tangents. But if I'm starved for time, which I'm assuming you guys are, that's why you're listening to this. If, if I'm a person who's like, oh, my gosh, I'm just overbooked and I barely have a moment to think, then spending three hours on Canva, even though I love it, is not a good use of my time. So do this exercise. I highly recommend it. Then start looking at what you love to do that's making money and what you hate to do that's making money. And really take a look at where your genius lies. What do you really want to do? And this could change, or maybe it has changed. As time goes on in your business, you have decided you don't want to do this other thing here anymore. You're moving in a little bit different direction now. And so some things you used to like to do, you don't really want to do that anymore. So it's a good time to evaluate. You know, your skills have improved. Your expertise has improved. And now you want to focus all of your energy in this new direction that you're going because now that feels like it's most authentic to where you are in your business and in your, like I said, your own skills. 
So maybe you don't want to do, I'm not saying lower end stuff, but maybe, you know, you're really a skilled master at whatever you're doing. So taking on some projects that more a beginner, it may be beneficial for you to have someone at a lower pay grade than yourself to take on that stuff and let you work on the real high-end, sophisticated, more advanced, if you get what I'm saying, stuff because that's what you love and you want to get paid and do that part right. You don't, you're kind of like past that point over there. That's when it's time to start looking and saying, okay, great. I can hire someone at, you know, half the rate you are or, you know, at a very reasonable rate to bring in who can work on some of this stuff. Because, yes, it's still part of your business and you still want to offer those things, but I'm going to concentrate all my effort, you know, on on the big things or on marketing and getting more clients. So if you're like a real seasoned coach and you only work with the top tier clients, perhaps a newer coach can work with someone, you know, some a new group or someone at a more beginner level just giving some ideas. So it's time to look at, you know, whether it's not always about let's just find someone and to, to push it all onto. It's really looking and saying, hey, you know, this newsletter is not getting me any traction. Nobody reads it. It's a waste of time. Let's just cross it off the list or stop doing the blogs or stop doing the Instagram reels or whatever. A lot of time is happening over there and you're not really getting any traction. Don't necessarily push it off onto someone else just because. Really look at these tasks and say, are these making a difference? Now, if it's something new that you're just getting going and you're not sure yet, you know, you can still leave that in. Perhaps you just decided to, you know, start an Instagram channel and it's going well, but you haven't really had a whole lot of results yet. Sometimes you do have to kind of go through the whole motion and then see, you know, give it a time limit. Like, okay, we're going to give this thing six months. If I don't see any results or direct correlations in my business, then we will can it. <laughs> don't just keep going for years doing things that's not getting you anywhere. And just because you've always done it that way, unless it's having a direct, you know, effect on your bottom line, on bringing in more clients, on Something, whether even if it's not directly bringing in, but you're building your clientele, uh, it's got to be worth and have an end game to it in some way. And then when you have those things on your exercise sheet that you love that are making money, you can, again, you can decide um, what you, if you need to keep, if you want to do all of those. And then the ones that you are making money and don't like, those are going to be usually a little bit easier to pass off. Sometimes, however, it could be like, I'm really the only one qualified to do it, but I just don't like this piece. And then it may be looking at it, how can I automate this? How can I make this a little bit simpler? How can I create maybe some systems around it so that it's not so daunting? Or what are the pieces that I don't like about it? If you really think your business needs to keep it, I say if you hate something, even if it's making money, I would really take a look to say, do I need that piece, right? Do I have to do it? But if it's like invoicing, though I don't know who would really love doing that, you have to keep that. 
Um, and certain things like that, hopefully that could be put off to an assistant pretty easily and you wouldn't have to worry about it. So um, I say you should really love what you're doing and it should be bringing in money for the most part. That's the concentration that we want. That's the quadrant that we really want to stick with. But um, sometimes you have to look at the other things. You can't throw everything out, right? You can't be a successful coach without having some marketing and sales coming in. If you hate that part, then you can't just say, oh, not going to do that anymore because then you won't have a business. So there are things as business owners and CEOs that we have to do or we have to help somebody help us do. And this is the time to kind of look and see how can I save some time. So if you only had to do the things you loved, if you only did the things that was making you money or were moving the needle forward, then you're going to be excited, you're going to be energized, and you're not going to waste time doing things that someone else can do who maybe really loves it. I mean, there are so many different types of people. And if you're not a detail-oriented person like me, there are plenty of detail-oriented people out there who just absolutely love spreadsheets and creating systems and, you know, doing that type of thing. And they thrive on it. And I feel like that's why we're all, if we were all the same, it would be a boring world. <laughs> so it's good to find people who compliment you in your business, not people who are exactly the same as you. That can be really hard, especially if you are like a visionary and, uh, it's going to be hard because you're going to train someone who wants to go off and do their own thing. So you want to find the right person to be in the right place. And if you're looking for someone who's very detail-oriented, who will follow through with projects, then you can easily, when you're hiring, give them like the DISC, the D-I-S-C, D-I-S-C, the DISC assessment, or one of those other assessments that will tell you you know, how, what is their kind of go-to personality. And it really does help you to understand your people and yourself. Give yourself it if you haven't already. And then look for people who compliment you, who are the holes, right? So look for your weaknesses and find people who have that. And that will help you because then you don't need to hire someone who's not detail-oriented just like you. <laughs> And then you're both like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so it's really good to find people who fit those holes when you're doing your first hires, really getting clear on exactly what you want their roles to be and what you need them to be to move your business and what, what, what are those exact pieces that is um, needing to fill someone. And like I said, not just hiring someone just because you feel like it. Like if you could cut down, it's just going to save you money and time, and you're not wasting money paying for people doing things that you don't need. So I hope this helps give some tips on transferring tasks, right, either to the trash bin, like let's not, you don't have to continue to do them. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you transferred and push them off on someone else. Make sure you really need those things happening in your business. Really look at the, the data of is this making a difference before you hire someone to do it and then if you find yes this really is a vital part of my business i need this task but i don't want to do this anymore or i'm past that part now get someone else who's at a more beginner stage of you and find someone who will compliment you in your business all right until next time i'll see you then 
I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at DonnaAshton.com forward slash template or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.